My name is Essence. And I'm Renee. And welcome back to Her Soul Speaks. Speaks. Episode 11. Yes. Relationship series. Yes. How many episodes do we have left, Renee? Of the relationship series? Is this the last one? Um, I'm thinking... Husband feature. Yeah. We should maybe try to get the, the guys on here. Husband feature. That would be pretty cool. That will be really cool. Guys, if you want the husbands to come on, let them know that there is a demand for their presence. Yes. Go on our IG... DM us, you know, put a comment on our most recent picture and let us know you want the husbands to get in on this. Yes. If you want the male perspective, then now's the time to request it. Um, but let's just jump right in. Let's get into the her soul sings. Now this week, um, let's flip the switch a little bit. So we're both going to share a song that came out the year that we got married And I think this is very interesting simply because you don't realize, number one, how long a song has been out. No, seriously. And play forever. Yeah. Or even just like number two, like how recent a song is at the same time. Like some songs, it just feels like you've just had it in your, you know, like on your playlist forever. But it's like, no, not really. Not that long. So I'm going to let Essence go first because (gasps) she got married first. I'm struggling. So what year? Tell us. Tell okay. us what year you got married. 2012. Yes. 12 is my favorite number. And so I, I just made a happy number. I'm really struggling, guys. I have two songs that I really like. Share them both. I, You know, I just like to be traditional and do one. <laughs> but I'm just going to... I'll share two. I'll share two. I'll share two. So I like to be traditional. Okay. <laughs> Never mind. You gave me the green light. I'm going to share two. <laughs> okay. So... The first one is Lamentations by Esso. No way! That, song? that came out in 2012. Yes! Wow! That's a great, that's a really, really great song, guys. Esso wow. is actually a uh, UK rapper. Yeah. Um, really like, you know, like low-key rapper. Like, he's not like, it's not like hype, hype, hype tracks. It's really like yeah. conscious, like poetic kind of vibes. Yeah. Um, so that's that's my first one. I'm sorry. Wow. And the I second like one is No Never by Shanti Johnson. Uh, no, no, no. Yes, that came out in 2012. Wow. Yeah, and Gabriel actually I like sang that, that at someone's wedding recently. He did. Yeah, for special he, music. Yeah, he did. He did. I remember. Yeah. Good song. What are yours? Okay, oh, I only yours? chose one yeah. because I'm traditional. <laughs> um, no, but like obviously we normally choose one. But the song that I chose, oh, by the way, I got married 2014. And the song that I chose is Oceans no by Hillsong. And that is an incredibly what? popular song. I don't even remember it at that time. But yeah. Wow, that's 2014. Old. Yeah. I just dropped my pen. <laughs> <laughs> that song is Oceans is one of those songs you just feel like like it feels like you've been listening to it forever, but like when you put the years on it, like six yeah, years. Six years. You don't think about it like, like that. Like I feel like if I heard someone singing like Right now, I wouldn't be like, oh my gosh, that sounds so old. Yeah. But like at the same time, it's like, whoa, like that's actually a bit of a throwback. That is a throwback. So yeah, that's her soul sing. Enjoy, you guys. Yes, enjoy it. And now we're gonna get into a game. And um, I'm not gonna lie, I struggled a little bit with choosing a game for this week, but I finally came up with something I'm satisfied with because it's relationshipy and it's slightly corny. (laughs) And that's just yeah me in a nutshell right so i'm gonna ask you for a few things you're going to give them to me immediately oh boy and then we'll take it from there i'm nervous 
be ready. Be prepared. Be prepared. Me to like. Um, I mean, we will determine that after. So, um, yeah, I'm just gonna go ahead and say that this is called "Can You Feel Me In?" Okay. Okay. Can you feel me in? All right. I would like you to give me a noun. Noun is going to be New York. Okay. And I would like you to give me a place. Oops. <laughs> can I change my noun? You can. Okay. We can flip it. We can put the place as New York and then you can give me another yeah, noun. Yeah. Okay. So the noun is going to be... I just want to be really random. Teacher. Okay. Teacher. All right. And I need a famous person. Famous person. Let's go with... Uh... Kanye West. Oh my gosh. <laughs> oh, God bless his soul. Um, I need another noun. Another noun, let's say dog. And I need um two condiments. Um mayo and ranch. Mayo and ranch. Dressing. Okay, so this is your fill me in. And I'm so nervous. I am so nervous. So I essence. Lost is going to be speaking to her husband. Her husband's name is Gabriel. And you're going to be filling in the blanks with what you just gave me. Okay. All right. Oh so <laughs> what did I just do? Um, I should have known this was going to be You're going to read this. Oh, no. And I'm going to say what the blank is. Oh, no. Ready? I should never have said Kanye West. <laughs> <laughs> I love you more than a teacher. I love you to the New York <laughs> and back. I'd pick you over Kanye West. any day. You are the dog. Oh <laughs> you know, Jake. Listen, listen. Dog's a companion, okay? Oh You're the God. dog of my You're life. Dog. You and I go together like mayo and ranch. Oh, <laughs> and I almost said mayo and ketchup. Ah, but um, yeah, I wish it would have been like really, really good. All right, guys. So we are back with the relationship series, and this is part two of our interview style sessions. And so this is my turn to interview Essence and find out all things relationship, courtship, marriage. So let's get into it. Let's go. Now I'm in the hot seat. Yes. This feels different. Yes, it is. It's going to be different. I always want to be a journalist. So I feel like being the interviewer is just natural. Yeah. And you're very, very good at it. And you'll find that um, this is going to be a struggle bus for me. (laughs) Uh, All right. So let's jump in. First question. How old were you when you got saved and then coming into your first relationship? So what was the age difference? I was 17 when I got saved, turning 18 because I got saved in March and my birthday's in June. Mm -hmm. So you can say 18. And then I started courting when I was 21. Okay. So. So two, three years? Three years? Like four 18, 19, 20, oh, 21. Oh, three years. Three. Sorry. I said, yeah, when I was 21. Sorry. Yeah. So three years. So you had three yeah. years of just you and Jesus in that that pre-relationship gap. That personal right? time. Yeah. Okay. So once you finally got into courtship, do yeah. you feel like that gap was important in terms of how long you 
were just in a relationship with Jesus only? Yeah, it was. Uh, the reason why it was important, I mentioned this in a different episode, is that um, I had relationships in the world mm-hmm. and I had a perspective on like always feeling like I needed a boyfriend, yeah. always wanting to be in some kind of relationship yeah, or like yeah. just the fun game of it. So when I got saved and I became a Christian, I felt like, I'm finally, like, Jesus finally gave me a way out of that Mm -hmm. where I just felt free. Like, I just felt like, oh, like, I don't need this anymore. It's not something that, you know, so I just felt like it was important for me not to just jump straight into worldly relationship to godly relationship. Check out that episode on the podcast, by the way. (laughs) Um, I I felt like it was very um, good, but also just to, like, reset my mind. You know what I mean? Like, get a Christian perspective on things not just Mm -hmm. come straight into it with like you know my same old ways yeah and it's interesting that you said that because I know a lot of people naturally kind of feel like they get into grooves within a year Mm. and they think that's cool you know what I mean like you've been working at a place for a year yeah true 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 "Mm, okay a year's like a marker I've been you know going to school for a year okay I mean you know what I mean but when it comes to relationships, I feel like, especially if you're going from single to, you know, something more serious, like a yeah. courtship, that time that you spend without it is so vital. And especially my age too. Mm-hmm. Like I was 17 going on 18 when I became a Christian and then getting into a relationship, I was 21, got married at 22. Like those yeah. are very like crucial years yeah, where I feel yeah. like I'm not trying to like go hard in a relationship at 19, 18. Yeah. Like I just felt like mentally... There's just some, like, I just need to grow up. I just need yeah. to change my perspective. I just need to, like, mature a little bit. Yeah. And I, when you said that, I, I automatically thought, you know, what is the average 21-year-old female doing mm-hmm. right now? Um, Probably in school. Yeah. Probably in, Probably school, just in school. Or just, like, a young professional just getting, like, your first serious job. Yeah. Probably. Maybe. And then, but you were preparing for like your, like a long-term relationship. Do you see like how incredibly crazy that is? Like on the outside, like, like, so what was, what was the mindset that you, you had when you had to relate, like, let's just say to your mom, because she knew you as, okay, yeah, this guy's my boyfriend, whatever. I'm assuming, right? Like she was fine with that type of thing. And then you're getting into a relationship now as a Christian. Was she just as, you know, okay, yeah, cool. This is another relationship thing. Like, how were your parents when oh, it came this, to that? It's a good question. I don't really remember in terms of, like, when Gabriel first started coming along. Mm-hmm. Like, sorry, coming around. I don't remember. I just don't really remember that. But I do remember, um, like, him starting off as, as a friend. So, yeah. like, my mom definitely knew, like, who he, who he was, was and yeah. stuff like that. And the situation that he was in, my mom would like send food for him and stuff and mm-hmm. like whatever. So she would, it's funny because she would make, always make comments like, you need to marry a guy like Gabriel. You really? need to marry a guy like Gabriel. Yeah, because he was a freshie. And so she <laughs> had like this kindred spirit like thing happening with him. Yeah, like, yeah, You know, people who come here and they work hard and yeah. they do good for themselves. And so she was kind of, and I was like, I'm like never going to marry someone like Gabriel. So just like allow that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get over that, God please. was like, haha. But no, so I just remember her liking him. But I remember also telling her mom like i'm moving out by 22 yeah i did i wasn't even courting at the time yeah but i just remember telling that her that was just your mentality i'm like, like I'm, I'm moving gonna, up by I'm 22 yeah <laughs> like either i'm gonna be married and gone or mm-hmm. i'm gonna be moving in with a roommate that's yeah. that was just my mindset because i felt like i just that was a step that i needed to take 
Um, and then mm. it just so happened that courtship and engagement and marriage happened by 22. Which is insane. Which was which is actually insane. Yeah. Yeah, that's really young. And yeah, it is. But it was also obviously good and it worked out it, for yeah. you. Um, within that time period, what were you doing leading up to courtship what was your mindset because you already said like I'm going to be moving out like so you clearly had that like independent streak in you so yeah um so I was graduating university I was Mm -hmm. courting when I was in university Mm -hmm. so I was graduating university um that's one thing that I wanted to have like done like yeah like I didn't want to be married and going to school like I just wanted to be I don't know. I believe in like closing chapters and moving on to the next one. Yeah. I'm not not saying I couldn't be married and be in university, but I just felt like that's not what I wanted to do. So I was um, I was doing that. And then I was just like, I had a job after that. And I was just like trying to do my thing. Like, yeah. you know, that my mindset was just like, prepare yourself to be an adult. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, to level up in life. True. Okay, so you're graduate well no yeah so you were recording when you were still in yeah. university so yeah, let's yeah. fast forward a little bit okay. into before you started courting there mm-hmm. is often a gray area yeah in between that time you know <laughs> that's what a I mean? good way to put it there yeah, yeah. it's like i like this person and they like me back how we know that <laughs> you know what i mean like <laughs> how do we, no, how do you, <laughs> <laughs> like but like how how do you how do you know that how that's do you true. establish something that goes a little bit like beyond okay like that's we're more than just friends. friends because it's a very difficult thing to to scope out and sometimes even when we're explaining it and sharing our own stories Shoot. about it, it's just kind of like wait okay so i knew that he was gonna ask me to court but how did I okay yeah so that's okay so now i'm trying to like retrace in my memory Ooh. so i remember um my mom went on vacation okay um and i was home alone mm-hmm. mind you i was like 20 so like whatever yeah but i remember him calling me or like maybe msn like i don't even remember how we were communicating text maybe yeah and but i just remember us talking and again he was a friend so it yeah. wasn't like foreign for us to be talking or anything yeah but i remember him joking like let me take you out to dinner and mm-hmm. i was like no because gabriel had hair at the time he had braids <sighs> it's a it's a time we all try to forget <laughs> yeah but he had rest he, in peace break. Yeah, and his hair back in the day was like really nice. But when he came to Canada, he didn't know about like you've got to switch up your regimen because the winter time will mash up your hair. Yeah, like so, that Canadian water. Yeah, and- <laughs> the Canadian water, like the yeah, the winter, everything. So his hair just it wasn't even in a like great place. My point <laughs> is just to say that I told him I wasn't going out with him ever because I didn't like his hair. Yeah. Um, that was just my excuse to be like, no. Like, yeah, I don't want to go with you, but I just that's the best I'm just way to saying say that. it. And like, I also felt awkward. Like, are we? Were you trying to take me on a date? Like, what in the world is this? Yeah. Um. So that was kind of like just the only joke. And then, um, I just, I like, I can't really pinpoint how and when, but I just realized like he liked me. He was yes. like trying to talk to me more in person at church, or he trying to text me more, or like whatever. Yeah. And then it became like, okay, I think I like him too. And so we would talk. But we also wanted to maintain, like, a good standard for ourselves. We didn't want to be, like, sneaking around and talking or being yeah. whatever. So um, he went to our pastor and he just said, you know, Essence and I like each other. And our pastor was like, cool. Like, he didn't want to, like, tell us to get married tomorrow. But yeah. he also wasn't, like, 
trying to make us not talk. Yeah. Yeah. So he was kind of like, you know, set some standards for for your, set some standards for yourself. I I was still in school. Mm -hmm. There's also like a temptation with like guys and girls, you know? So he's like, don't be too head over, like head over heels and talking every day and infatuated with each other. So he, he kind of suggested pick one day of the week. That's going to be your day that you guys talk. Yeah. And so we had our day and we would talk um on the phone for like an hour or whatever yeah and that was just like our day and that was kind of our thing and then we would obviously see each other and talk whenever we went to church and when we were, whenever we were together and like that was a lot so yeah. like wednesday's midweek service and the friday bible study yeah or outreach and then saturday there's a concert and then sunday there's church all day pretty much so yeah it, i know there was a people, lot of opportunities yeah to some people thinking like oh like you know one day a week it wasn't really a huge thing so that's yeah. that was kind of the gray area we weren't courting but we knew we liked each other we were yeah. kind of talking like once a week on the phone yeah. and that was it and i think something that always stands out about um people who are interested in one another they all of a sudden want to set some standards in place yeah because all of yeah. a sudden you're like okay well, we need to guard our hearts exactly because you don't want to like blow up everything you don't want to yeah. jump head first so fast you know yeah. because this is like at least for me i was thinking this is my first christian relationship Mm -hmm. my first serious relationship in the sense of i know and i've seen people um you know men and women in the church people around me who i saw them go through this process and so i know what happens so i'm not trying to just like you know be wifey'd up like yeah too you know what i mean like let's pace ourselves here exactly and i think that's that's an important thing um that's an important thing to take note of do you know what i mean because yeah, like if it's just a friend, you probably aren't talking um, very late. No there's attached, no, there's no, yeah. there's no temptation there either. It's kind of like, uh, you know, sun's going down, it's eight or whatever. Yeah, yeah, ha ha ha. Later, but the minute that you like somebody, oh, eight like, o'clock, you can talk. O'clock exactly, quick. you can talk forever, and then you're like, okay, you know what? We need to pump our brakes. Exactly, this. exactly. Which is incredibly important, I think. Yeah, because that that can escalate real quick. Like yeah. conversation can switch up real quick once you like each other so yeah exactly and that kind of led me to another question just what do you like what kind of standards did you have to put in place once you guys um started courting and like what did that look like so tell me how he asked you first of all how did he ask you to court and then let me know like how did you guys start to establish okay this is what we're going to do within our relationship Okay, so how he asked me to court was basically okay. So so during this gray area, period, yeah, yeah this gray area, um, he actually pulled the plug on me and said we were we shouldn't talk anymore. Oh, and I was like, oh, uh, wow, what? Okay. yeah, because Gabriel's just extreme like that. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, things were going like I thought they were going great. Yeah, he, I, I don't know what was going on with him, but I guess maybe in his mind now, looking back, he probably knew. I'm going to move forward with this girl. I'm going to court her. I'm going to marry her. He's kind of like an all or nothing kind of person. So for him, he was like, I need to pump my brakes a little bit. Exactly. Until I'm ready, ready. I'm going to really scale this back. Yeah. I'm going to really get myself together because I know this is where I'm going. Yeah. So he decided like we weren't going to talk anymore. So I was like, cool, whatever. So like we didn't talk on the phone, but like it doesn't mean we never spoke in person. Yeah. We spoke all the time in person. But in terms of like our talking time or text and you know stuff like that we didn't mm-hmm. do that anymore so um what happened was it was 
yeah, so it was November. We started recording November 27th. And I remember that because it's, it's one, month. Of, one of my brother's birthdays. Mm-hmm. So one of my friends told me that she was going to take me to see like um, a play or something like that or a show yeah. downtown. So she picked me up. We got ready. We go or whatever. And to make a long story short, we get, she said, we're going to eat first, go to a restaurant, then go to the show after. Yeah. We get to the restaurant. And she's like, I'm going to go use the bathroom. I'll be right back. So during the t- the bathroom break, because it was my brother's birthday, I decided, let me call him, wish him a happy birthday real quick, and then get back to dinner. Yeah. So I'm talking to him on the phone, and I'm sitting there, and all of a sudden, this person comes, like, sorry to use, like, big words, but the only word I can think of is perpendicular. <laughs> like, beside me, but, like, not quite. Like, perpendicular, yes. okay? Um, And this guy, and he has, I can kind of see out of the periphery, he has, like, a suit jacket on, but also, like, some nasty matted dreads okay and so i'm here like talking to my brother and my brother was so young at the time like i don't even know he turned maybe 10 or something no so i was like you know what'd you get for your birthday and how was it and i'm trying to be normal but there's this guy who keeps like going like yo like trying to like talk to me or whatever i'm like because we were downtown i'm like well obviously some freak just came off the street (laughs) and just walked in (laughs) because random guy his dreads were nasty like matted Anyway, I get off the phone with my brother and I'm sitting there and I'm like, oh my gosh, when is like this girl going to come back? Because yeah. this is like really freaky. And then all of a sudden he like swoops around and it's Gabriel. Yeah. He takes the wig. Thank God it was a wig. <laughs> he took this wig off and he has like flowers and he's just like. And did he have a fresh cut at this point? Yeah. Fresh, right? Oh yeah. He had cut his hair long, cut his hair, yeah. long ago. <laughs> long ago he cut his hair. So he had like fresh cut. He was dressed real nice, suit jacket, whatever. And he was like, do you want a court? And I was like, obviously very flustered. And yeah. Like, oh my gosh. Because again, we weren't even talking. Yeah. So I was like, yeah, I didn't even know like we were going to be courting anytime soon. So then I look over and my friend is with her husband, like down the way in the restaurant, like all like clapping and like, haha, like joking. Got you. Yeah. Gotcha. And then, so now we, we're having dinner separately. So she's having dinner with her husband who came with Gabriel. Yeah. And then me and Gabriel are sitting down having dinner and that's how he asked me for it. Nice. Yeah, it was good time. With the dread. <laughs> <laughs> wow. With the dread wig that he got from the drama room in the back of the church. I'm done. He's yeah. like, let me just rel- relive this hair yeah, thing when I say one that more thing time. was nasty and old. <laughs> <laughs> Um, okay, so you guys are courting and things are going well, I'm assuming. Mm-hmm. But before they get going, mm-hmm. you guys had to set some standards in place. Yeah. What are some things that you guys had to keep you accountable, I guess? So for courtship, we didn't have like the one day a week thing. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you know, we're freed from those things now. Yeah. Um, we decided that we weren't going to talk on the phone like past late hours. Yeah. Um, and like we didn't have any they always say like if anything's popping past 12 is probably not good yeah. you know what i'm saying so you know voices get deeper and slower and different tired stuff. and yeah tired and groggy yeah, so no. crazy know. bugs come out and crazy things come out your mouth so yeah exactly. it's just best to <laughs> exactly so go on your bed we didn't like um we didn't talk past that time there were also some courtship standards that were like recommended from our pastor we Obviously, nice. he when we wanted to court, Gabriel went to him and said, this mm-hmm. is what I'm thinking about doing. Um, and he was like, yeah, I think that's a good idea. The good thing about our headship and our church and our pastor is that he's very invested and um, wanting to be wanting to know that the men and the women are prepared for the relationship. Yeah. So um, he was he asked Gabriel some questions like, 
you you know you have you have a car in place he yeah. actually said he asked pastor to court me like three times the pastor said no really so yeah pastor was like i think you need to get your own car yeah and then gabriel he basically went, said get your life together yeah don't come for my daughter exactly you know and so gabriel got his car and then he's just like can i court now he's just like mm, ask me again in six change months. my mind <laughs> yeah and then gabriel came back again and like gabriel said he came back the third time he's like i'm courting i'm courting no matter what <laughs> this is the third time at and, this point yeah so he's he said yes obviously but obviously it's not like you need permission from your pastor yes. it's more like a blessing you know yeah. like just um because when your relationship you know keeps going further down the line he's the person you're going to be coming to advice yeah, he's going to marry sure. you whatever so you want that um spiritual advice and it's, you know for sure you just want that, that impact somebody that's going to impart wisdom into you and kind of help guide you and direct you exactly. and especially if marriage is what your end goal is then you know he's potentially who's that's what be. that's what pastors are for you know so, yeah um he had some guidelines that were guidelines that were put in in um in place like years before we even came to the church from yeah old couples that were courting from a yeah, while yeah, so, i remember those yeah he gave those to us just to say these are kind of like they're not rules but these are guidelines yeah. you know obviously some things shift here and there but th- this is what's recommended so it was the same thing like you know don't be alone in the car try to try to have someone riding with you if he's gonna yeah. drive you home don't sit in the car outside the house yeah. for an hour or two talking yeah um don't be alone like him coming over to my house and yeah. stuff like just just things to kind of help you to guard guard yourself just guard you know yourself I mean? yeah and if you do get married there's plenty of time for all of that exactly so it's just to keep yourself like safe not letting yourself get too far down a path that you can't escape from so those mm-hmm. were kind of like the guidelines that we had standards makes sense question for you at what point within all of that courtship bubble did you feel like he's the one like yeah like yeah. That, that you loved that you love him because love. oh my gosh it's, it's yeah. very different when you yeah like coming from you know, the world. And it's just kind of like, you might even throw that word out like nothing two weeks in. Oh my gosh, I just love him. Like, but when you get that real agape in your life (laughs) and you know what it really, really is. Yeah. You know what I mean? You measure things differently. And so how did you know? Okay. I feel like, (laughs) okay. I, I, okay. I can't say like I knew, but I remember messaging my, I remember it can exceed in my head right now. I was in my one of my classes in university because we were still courting. Mm-hmm. And I messaged my accountability partner and I said, What does it mean to not awaken love before it's time? Mm-hmm. And I that's a scripture um in the Bible. And like a lot of the times we'll say that yeah. to, you know, young, young believers or young couples not to awaken love before it's time. Mm-hmm. And I just remember thinking, okay, like I'm in a relationship with him and I feel like I love him, but I don't want to, again, like I don't want to go too quickly. I don't want to awaken things. I don't want to rush, you know, rush things. And because at the end of the day, we're not bound to each other. We're still only courting. Like if he changes his mind tomorrow or whatever and kind of says, you know what, I'm not ready for this. Yeah. I don't want to be like, well, I loved you. Yeah. You, know? like, yeah, yeah. you, you want to love, but you just want to be cautious, whatever, different. I'll explain that a different time, but I just remember asking her, like, what does that mean? Because, like, I think maybe I like him, but yeah. like, love him. Like, like and him she was just like, oh, you know, but I just remember the the mindset that I was in was kind of like, I knew I wanted to do life with him. Yes. So I just felt like it wasn't, my mind wasn't wandering to this brother, this person, yeah. this situation. What if I was kind of like, no, You're this is, set. yeah, mm. I'm set. Like this, I could see this. And that was 
it's more it's not it wasn't like a fuzzy fuzzy love thing it was yeah. more like like a real life like no I love you in the sense of I, I want to commit myself to you so mm-hmm. it was it was during courtship I don't remember the time but it yeah. was it was pretty like set in in that time within the time yeah. and how long before like how long after courtship did you guys um get engaged, engaged? um a year and a month so and we month. started courting in November mm-hmm. we got engaged christmas yeah yeah the next year and what did he what did he do because if you guys got engaged during that time i mean i'm expecting the works okay fireworks everything yeah (laughs) i love christmas is my favorite time of year Mm -hmm. i'm already anticipating it and i'm so excited especially now that tobias is older and he like gets stuff i'm like so excited yeah yeah. so it's gonna be a good one this year i think i think it's gonna be a good christmas i think we're all used to being locked up in our houses anyway so yeah come snowstorm come covid (laughs) who cares (laughs) covid's coming back i'm sure (laughs) i'm sure but so what happened was um he said that he messaged pastor or spoke to pastor and asked him about taking me out um, like for dinner on Christmas. Okay. Um, and so he's like, you know, you want to do something because, oops, I just dropped my notepad. Because <laughs> in our, our courtship, we didn't go out a lot. Okay. We didn't like go out on dates every week and mm-hmm. whatever. Our courtship was a lot, sorry, our engagement was a lot like our our courtship it okay. was or sorry our courtship was a lot like our pre-courtship like before then yeah it's not like all of a sudden we started courting and let up all our standards and started going oh, out all the time okay, and dating okay. all the time we still would only like go out together to like our friends our accountability partners they were married yeah they're still married but like they were married to each other is what i'm trying to say and we would go to their house for dinners and stuff oh, okay and like that was like i can count on one hand how many times that happened so we didn't go out alone together a lot even okay. though we were recording got it um so he the point of me saying that is he was like oh like let's go out for dinner like just us this time and i was like oh like cool yeah so um we he played this awful trick on me which was him pretending to be mad at me and so that just put a really sour taste in my mouth yeah um he picked me up and pretty sure he was late actually backtrack i remember getting ready to go out and okay. me standing in the mirror getting ready and my mom standing in the in my door frame with her arm her hands clutched to her chest oh my i wish gosh. you guys can see I'm with her head slightly tilted to the side I'm and the, a banana smile on and she's just like you know mm. and i'm like okay my mom's acting so the issue, mom. weird yeah and she's like essence don't you think you should dress up a little bit more than that and at, first of all, I don't really like to, even back in those days, it was worse. I don't like to dress up, dress up like that. Yeah. So I'm like, the fact that I'm wearing dress pants is enough. Yeah. So I was like, no. She's like, don't you think you should put on a dress or a skirt or something? And I just kept thinking, like, it's not that serious. Like, we're not going to, like, you know, the Four Seasons Hotel in, like, <laughs> L.A. or so. I don't know. Yeah, like, yeah, uh, No. Four Seasons. Ritz-Carlton is a better example. <laughs> so... I was like, no, mom. And I just found that she was acting really weird. I go downstairs when he comes. And again, she's following me by the door with the same like. Banana smile. Yeah, banana smile. Like looking back, you're probably like, wow, how obvious were you, Literally, mom? <laughs> <laughs> Literally looking back, I'm like, wow, mom, like play it off any better. Right? She, I guess she did a good job because I didn't know. But she like. I remember her like hugging me like a different kind of way and like looking at me kind of different. <laughs> this is our last hug. Yeah, and I was just single. like, okay, mom, like bye. And yeah. I, I just assumed she was having a mom moment. You know, mm-hmm. moms kind of have those moments. Yeah, I'm so proud of you and what you've become. And like, yeah, yeah, yeah. and you're like, okay, uh, it's just regular Thursday. See you later. Yeah. <laughs> so I was just like, okay, she's acting weird. So anyway, we get to this really, really nice restaurant. Really, really nice restaurant with like 
Like escargot on the menu? Like, yeah. Oh. And like ceiling to floor windows. Everything surrounded by the lake. Everything was glass Ooh. everywhere. And I just remember going there and being like, yo, at least I wore the dress pants. Right? <laughs> Dang, I should have wore the dress like my mom told me. And I and like think about it, I'm still also like 21. And yeah. so I also felt like I don't belong here. You know, like this yes. young girl from Toronto, like, I don't know what I'm doing here. True, true, Anyway, true. so we get through the door <laughs> and the man, like, the manager, I didn't know he's a manager, but he looks at Gabriel and goes, Gabriel? And then Gabriel goes, yeah. It was like a drug deal. It was yeah. like a weird thing. And I was thinking like, who walks into a restaurant? They, the person just knows your name. Yeah. So I felt like that was really weird. I was like, oh. I mean, like, okay, reservation. Yeah. <laughs> so it just seemed kind of sketch, but whatever. We get into the, I'm just like in awe of what the restaurant yeah. looked like at that time. Get in the restaurant. And I remember this guy, it's like so fancy that someone like seats you and pulls your chair out for you. Oh, wow. And so the guy goes, oh, no, 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 ma'am. Can you sit on this side instead? And I was like, okay. So it was just in the moment, you're just thinking weird, like, wow, I'm, this is just bougie and that's why they're doing this. You yeah, were never thinking like, I oh, need to be here for the person. Yeah, the I just felt and... like, okay. Wow. So I sit down and like, you know, whatever, whatever. So Gabriel says, I'll be back. I'm going to go to the car, get something, whatever. Mm-hmm. So I'm sitting there and it's December. So they have a lake right by the restaurant. The lake freezes over and it's a skating rink. So I'm looking at the beautiful window and people are skating. It was really cool. But he's taking a long time to come back from the bathroom. (laughs) So now I'm like, do I take my cell phone out and play a game? Do I text my friends? Because (laughs) it it was weird. It's like, I don't want to look ghetto playing like, ah, 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 playing a game. But then at the same time. like sitting is just as same. Yeah, I feel awkward because I've been sitting here by myself for like going on 15 minutes. Then I'm like, if I text my friends, they're we're going to get in a, into a convo and it's not that kind of vibe. When he comes back, I'm going to have yeah. to, you know? So I'm like, let me just sit here. So I'm sitting and I'm sitting and I'm sitting. And basically around the corner comes Gabriel with a tray in his hand, kind of dressed like a waiter. Yeah. And on the tray is a ring box. And he kind of swoops down on one knee. And I don't remember what he says because I'm like flustered, yeah. embarrassed, shocked, excited, everything at one time. Yeah. And people in the restaurant now catch eyes. They're like, like ah! you know, they're all, yeah, they're all yeah. Like looking over. And he, I think he says, I love you. Like, I don't even remember what happened. Yeah. He says, will you marry me? I guess I say yes. Oh, I guess. <laughs> I, that's, yeah. <laughs> he puts the ring on my finger. It's not really going on properly because I have big knuckles. So oh I had to gosh. like push it on and then it goes on and people start clapping. And I was like excited, but embarrassed. I was like, oh my gosh, this is so much. Like, this is so much attention right mm-hmm. now. Like, it was just overwhelming. Then the waiter comes over, the manager takes us to our real table, which has like rose petals on it, Aww. a bouquet of flowers, complimentary like uh, drinks, which were alcoholic. Oh. And uh, we so, took a sip so and whoops. said, oops, <laughs> no. And he's like, I requested non-alcoholic. I was like, sure you did. Yeah, right. No, I'm joking. Um, but, it, you know, funny. so we had dinner and then they gave us like a free dessert. And yeah, stuff. So that is nice. great. I can't even imagine eating after that. I know. I So like, I remember he went back to the car to like now switch into normal clothes again. And I'm sitting there like all giddy by myself yeah. again. And I'm just thinking, I've been by myself engaged and not engaged for so long. <laughs> and I'm like just looking at the ring and it's shining. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I can't believe I'm engaged. People are walking by, going to the bathroom saying yeah. like, congratulations, congratulations. And I'm like, thank you. Yeah. It was just, I just remember being like, I'm too like, I, could, I couldn't even tell you what I ate. I was yeah. too like, oh my gosh. to like too excited. Yeah. That's. Ah, it's funny when you like look back at those times it seems like forever ago seriously like you can't even remember the details even though like you were probably so hung up on them and like you had to retell the story so many yeah, times, so many times. everyone asked oh my gosh how did he ask you and yeah yeah and it's just like an entire thing all right so 
you have this wonderful engagement at the restaurant, all nice and everything like that. And now it's time to plan for a lifetime of a relationship with this new husband-to-be. It's time to plan for a wedding. And I know that a lot of times people are hung up on the dress and the shoes and the venue and... You know, the menu, venue, menu, uh, yeah. um, but yeah, all of these things. But something that I think is very important is the ladies who stand behind, mm. beside, around you. So how did you determine the ladies that were in your, your wedding party? And um, what was, what was that experience like? Because the women who are important to you, um, are very important in how your your marriage yeah, plays out or how that relationship you know what I mean like yeah, yeah. So how was that so it was really easy for me <laughs> it was re- I didn't have to blink twice and catch friends and drop friends yeah 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 I literally had five people bingo in my hand yeah it I didn't have you know seventeen friends and I had to you know choose five yeah yeah, yeah. um so my closest three friends were my closest three friends. So that was that. Yeah. You were one of them. Then the other two were chosen with quotes because they were my accountability partners. Mm. They were the people who I didn't have the, they weren't my peers. They weren't my age. We weren't like, you know, having sleepovers together, but they were the ones who were a little bit older than me, who I looked up to and went to advice to doing, sorry, went uh, to advice for during my courtship and during my engagement and during Mm -hmm. that whole, that whole time. So those two, the other two um, women in my wedding party, they were the people who helped set up the courtship to begin with, who opened their home for us to have date nights there, who always checked up on us, who, um, you know, were, were involved in the whole process and Mm. praying for us and all of those things. So to me, like, I, first of all, I wanted my friends, yeah. like some people to just like, ah, wait, you yeah, know what yeah. I mean? like, oh, break the news too, whatever. Yes. But then I also wanted um, people who like me had been there before. So mm-hmm. three of my friends were single yeah. and then two other ladies were married already. And so I felt like it was a really good balance of like experience, but also like celebrating with my friends. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not the kind of girl who wants to like, just have one you know, some people just have yeah. one person beside them. Like, yeah. I'm not that person. Um, but I'm also not the person who wants 12. Yeah, I want, like, I'm very intentional about my, like, relationships and my friendships. And I wanted it to be, like, the closest, most intentional people at that time mm-hmm. were in my wedding. So Yeah, I and I think that. that's that's very important. Just just thinking of the whole entire event, you know what I mean? Like, we, we know why you chose your husband you know what I mean but the people who stand beside you I think it's also important to look at that um because it it makes a huge difference it's people who are who are going to be who are who were there before yeah who are going to be there to help you plan and go through the whole process the transition listen the transition from like being single to married is a huge transition so someone who's gonna stand beside you and be able to go through that whole thing. It's it's a stressful time sometimes yeah. when you're planning. You get to argue with, arguments with your family sometimes. Yep. People who are going to like stand behind you, help you plan, get help you that day. Mm-hmm. But also people on the on the flip side of it, on the other side of marriage who are going to check it check it check in on you. I want to having a hard time talking to you. <laughs> check up on you. Check in on you, all of the on yous. It like I just feel like you know, you want to be really intentional because I feel like the people who stand beside you are not just there for the hype. Yeah. They're not just there to look pretty on the day. These are people who like really support you. Yes. So 
which is very important. Now, this isn't necessarily directed to your marriage mm-hmm. in all of it, but um, do you think that you are a bridezilla? And what do you think about just the planning process? Because some people get so hung up yeah. on that that they do become like completely different. Yeah. And don't get me wrong. I think there are some things you should be very firm yeah, on yeah. within your wedding planning. But do you think you were a bridezilla? I was not. I do not think I was. <laughs> yeah, um, I don't think so either. I am very like. You guys know from the podcast already. If you, I think you know our personalities quite well by now. Yeah. Like we're just very transparent. We're just here. What you see is what you get. What you hear is what you get. Sorry, mm-hmm. not see. But <laughs> um, I'm I'm very like I want things a certain way. I want them a certain way. Yeah. But back then, like none of my friends were really married before, mm-hmm. so I I kind of felt like I don't have anything to go off of. Yeah. So I was just pretty go with the flow. Yeah. So people were like, "Yeah, you need flowers." I was like, "Cool." True. Like what color? <laughs> like I was just literally like. Okay, let's just do red, mm-hmm. I guess. I just was not, I don't know, like the wedding itself wasn't like a huge mm-hmm. thing in my head that I w- I've been planning. It has to be like this, has to be like yes. this. I was like, okay, I need a dress. Let's go look for a dress. I can only afford a dress for this amount. Yeah. I'm going to get one within this amount. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. You know, in terms of like also my personality, I want to make sure that other people feel happy and included and whatever too so i asked you guys do you guys like the dress like mm-hmm. do you want this dress can we afford the dress like all these different questions like i just wanted i just want to be a peaceful time and i yeah. just didn't want to make anything like more than it really had to be then obviously there yeah. were some like bumps along the road and stuff but mm-hmm. for the most part my wedding was pretty simplistic the planning was pretty simplistic if i do it again it probably won't be as easy breezy beautiful cover girl (laughs) at the time man i was just like young and in love and like just ready to do whatever and my wedding was so low-key and simple like yeah it was beautiful though i think anyways um so given that you know as a christian there are certain things that are set in place um in terms of relationships they look different from the ones in the world um did you ever feel any pressure to have a relationship or have a marriage and a wedding and all of these things like the ones that you might have seen in the movies or do you know what i mean any co-workers maybe that were like oh yeah and i did this and i had this bar and this did you know what no um and i think it's like that's kind of like a privilege of getting married so young Mm -hmm. like i i didn't have time to be and like Instagram wasn't even like a thing when I got married it came out like I think after like or something it was like around the time I got married is when Instagram just hit so it wasn't even a thing of like always being on social media and like Mm -hmm. like ooing and dripping over other people's marriages their marriages their life their weddings that just wasn't really a thing Mm -hmm. um and then I'm also just pretty realistic so I'm not someone to compare like my marriage to this person's marriage, my wedding to that person's marriage. Um, I think I said marriage twice. (laughs) It's getting late. Sorry guys. Um, but I'm just not that kind of person to like compare or feel pressure or whatever. One thing that happened though, is I remember, um, let's just say a family friend. Um, I saw her in the mall and she was like, I heard you're engaged, whatever. Congratulations. Are you inviting? Um, Oh boy. Are you inviting this person? And I was like, oh no, like, I don't even know who that is. Mm-hmm. And they were like, that's your grandma's best friend. Like, they have to be, that person has to be invited. And yeah. I was like, oh, like, I don't think so because 
look, we're on a budget here. We can only yeah. afford to invite this, you know, this person. People we know. Uh-huh. Yeah, like, and then they were like, no, like, and are you inviting this person? And, and they just started going on this, oh, like, man. whole spin about how, like, I need to be inviting family friends of, you know, my family members and mm. all these different people and, you know, plus ones or people that have plus ones. Make sure. And it just became a whole thing of being like, whoa, like, this just took my really simple list into like double. Yeah. You know? Um, And that was something that I kind of did feel a little bit of pressure to be like, well, I want people to be able to come and enjoy, but I also don't want to be unrealistic with what is presented in front of me. Yeah. What I can afford or what we can do. And so thankfully we were able to get over that hurdle, but well, and then there was another thing with my mom be- telling me I needed to like upgrade my menu and have like three different types of meats. Oh, and man. I'm only going to be serving this to the people and da, 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 da. And I was like, I'm sorry, are you paying for it? Yeah. If you pay for it, we can have fish, beef, and chicken. That's no problem. But I'm like, if it's coming out of me and Gabriel's pockets, then we're just having what what we have. And it turned out out great. But there was a pressure of like, this is how weddings are supposed to be, Essence. Like, you know, you're not doing this. And especially being a Christian, like, I wasn't having alcohol at my wedding. Yeah. And that was the thing, too. Like, Mm -hmm. people might want to come and drink a little bit of wine, Essence. Like... Are you, aren't you thinking? And I was like, well, that's not happening at my wedding. Yeah. So like, bye. And that's the thing. Like as a Christian, you set a new tone for what the normal normalities are yeah. within marriage, within weddings, all of those things. And even though there can be so much pressure um, to please everybody, I think it's also nice for them to see like, hey, like this is the lifestyle that I'm living. Um, yeah, I'm and this is it. what I, yeah, this is what I'm going to stick to. I'm not going to do anything to appease you because ultimately if you're not going to be able to speak into my life and into my marriage later on down the road, or even in general, like, where have you been? When's the last time you called me? When's the last time you right. said happy birthday? When's, you know what I mean? Right. Cause some people are only happy birthday people and we appreciate that's them. True. In that's true. And that's stay. But then like, if you're not even a happy birthday person and I didn't even know that you, that that was your last name and you know what I mean? It's like, yeah, you're, yeah, you're taking up a table, a seat at my exactly, wedding. And you're like, actually pressed about it like you're actually upset about it like so i think sometimes that's like just important too like to just don't derail too far from who you are and who god has yeah. called you to be just because you are having people from the world in your marriage you exactly. know that, or in your wedding rather yeah um so yeah i think yeah that was just a very interesting time i remember for myself yeah, as well um and so Knowing that, again, back to just having the standards, being um, a Christian, setting the tone for um, for marriage, what that will look like in your family for generations to come, um, a lot of people um, are, are able to verbalize, I love you. Um, a lot of people assume, especially coming from the world, that I love you needs to look a certain way. Mm. So how did you display love and remain pure because that's something that question that we have we know as christians we have to consider right so how did you display that you loved gabriel during during your engagement how did you how did you share that i don't even know (laughs) i don't even know um i'm not like we joke sometimes but like i'm not like a super mushy gushy Mm -hmm. girl i'm not like a stone cold wall don't get me wrong yeah i'm just not like your typical like oh my gosh, I just love you so much. And like, I'm just not that kind of girl. (laughs) Like, Mm -hmm. um, but I guess for me, my love language is acts of service. So Mm -hmm. although I can't pinpoint a certain time, um, I'm kind of the, the type of wife or at that point in time, fiance who'll call you and wake you up for work. Like, Hey, you know, you're awake. Okay, cool. Like, did you get something to eat today? Make sure you eat today. 
do you need me to do this? Do you need me mm-hmm. to do that? That's kind of more, you know, my thing. Um, just kind of like making sure that you're good. I'm just kind of, I guess I'm just kind of person like, if you're good, I'm good. You know yes. what I mean? Um, I don't remember saying I love you all the time, but I do remember, because it was just weird. Like, I just felt like yeah. we went from like not really saying it to like saying it and then not wanting to be too like mushy gushy gushy about it. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I think that was that's more so how we how I kind of yeah, which that. is good, and I think it's important for people to know that like love isn't just just displayed by physical yeah um, interaction because with- we didn't like we shared our first kiss at the altar, mm-hmm. Renee and I. I I didn't ask not together. Yo, uh- <laughs> <laughs> hey, Renee, I just turned around to my bridesmaid and I was like, girl, no, both of us. But yes, we, as we yeah, both got we married, shared our first kiss- kisses with our husbands at the altar. Yes. So that was something that was not going our love was not going to be physically displayed until that time yes so you know you have to find other ways to do it like on birthdays or um special occasions valentine's days whatever um you know you can amp it up a little bit but on a day-to-day basis we weren't like kissing each other goodbye and yes exactly um which yeah very important um so knowing now that you got married you kept yourself pure and now you stepped into um, now you're stepping into a relationship and now you guys are way more, you know what I mean? Like yeah. comfortable with one another, hugs and kisses and all of yeah. these things are the norm. How was that transition um, for you guys? So like on our engagement and some people may think that our, my standards were extreme. That's on you. Mm-hmm. Standards are not, it's not ironclad. It's not, it's different for everyone. Yes. But as I said, like, we didn't hug or kiss or anything like that. Yeah. So we hugged for the first time when we got engaged. Mm-hmm. And it was like a tight hug that was like, you know, we're not going to hug again for another seven months. Yeah, so yeah. <laughs> let's just hug this out. Enjoy it. Yeah. We hugged when we got engaged. And then we hugged at the end of the night when he was like dropping me home. And it was yeah. like, and see you in July. Like, you yeah, know, it was just, that was it. Um. So going to transitioning to marriage or whatever, it wasn't. It wasn't awkward or anything, but it was just something that was, I think the way that we did it was good because it was anticipated. Mm -hmm. It was something that we saved. It was something that we were looking forward to. It wasn't something that we just watered down our whole courtship, Mm -hmm. our whole engagement. We, you know, just been hugging all over the place, kissing all over the place, (laughs) doing whatever. We were special. Yeah. Yeah. And it's important to make those things special between yourself and your spouse because you don't want to give any pieces of yourself away to anybody else except that person that exactly. you say exactly and what happened if too. we shared all those things in courtship yeah and then something happened then or what? whatever and yeah exactly whatever happened i would have i would have been regretting that exactly and so now you guys are married um what is one thing that you prayed for in your i want to get married stage that you got to see come into like wow. reality wow that's a good question in terms of my husband mm-hmm. him because like you're married, like so now you get to really see him. Like, was there something that you like? You know, I I hope that my husband is like this towards me, and that you were like, wow, you actually are. I didn't pray for those things. No, no. Now that I look back, yeah, I, I didn't pray for. I you know, I hope that. Let's just say, mm-hmm. I hope that my husband is clean and considerate and loves me and goes to work. I didn't. I didn't pray for that. Mm-hmm. Um. To be a hundred percent, I I prayed that God would place someone in my life at the right time. Yes, and that was it. Yeah, and then I guess 
through courtship and getting to know, know Gabriel, then I just realized, okay, I can tell by his tendencies. Mm-hmm. He's a clean person. He's yeah. nice to people. He's this or this or that. Um, I didn't necessarily pray um, specific things about how I wanted my husband to be. Yeah, I just prayed that God would bring that person in my life at a right time when I was ready, Yeah, when he was ready. And again, because we, because Gabriel started liking me like so early on, I feel like it wasn't that early, but I but feel like, like just three, before you, yeah, like three, three um, years after I got saved, he started, he started liking me. I wasn't thinking about getting married and a husband and all yeah. that kind of stuff. It was more so, okay, if anything is going to happen, it's probably going to happen with Gabriel. So God, like just lead us through this. Yeah. And, and it just kind of ironed itself out. Yeah. Just yeah. as time kind of yeah, went on. Yeah. Like I, I, yeah, I just feel like we didn't have, I, I didn't have, you know, a list. I didn't have whatever. I just kind of knew in my head. Yeah. This is, this what, is I what I want. This is what I don't want. Mm-hmm. And now that you guys have been married for what, like eight, eight years. years now, what, what's something that just you feel like is going to keep you going on? Because, you know, as a Christian, That's it's a so question. easy to just live your life sometimes and, and get yeah. busy. And yeah, like, so how do you, how do you keep things with Jesus at the center and how do you guys stay connected? I think, I think like it's a mix of things. Mm -hmm. Um, I think checking in on each other is a big thing. Yeah. Not just going through life separate all the time and, you know, going through life, looking after the kids and whatever, but having, I, I, I think it's really important for us that we had a friendship first. Like we yeah. were genuinely just cool friends first. Like there was no feelings yeah. that started off first. So we know how to be friends at the default, like yeah. at the end of everything. So maintaining a friendship because there's a difference between like liking your spouse yeah. and loving your spouse. Yes. Some people love their spouse and don't really like them that much sometimes. Yeah. Right. And so it's true. I, I think maintaining that likability, like just joking with each other, mm-hmm. just being cool with each other, having that regular friendship, I think that can help lead you to keeping the spark alive in yeah. your love rom- um, relationship, your romantic relationship, yeah. wanting to, if I don't like you, like, I don't want to go on a date with you. Yeah. Let's be honest. Like, you know, so there's that, but then also praying for each other. I mm-hmm. think that's really, really important. Like spiritually investing in your spouse, yes. checking up on them. Like, what are you reading? Yeah. Um, are you going to this Bible study today? You know, are you making sure they're connected with other Christians that they're yeah. still serving that being almost like, um, like a cheerleader for them. Like, yeah. Hey, you're doing this. Hey, make sure you do that. Da, 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 da. Not being a nag, but just being an accountability, part. maybe not cheerleader accountability partner yeah. is, is a better word because you're, you're seeing them for their better and for their worse on a yeah. day to day basis. <laughs> like yes. sometimes you, you're like, yo, is my spouse saved? Yeah. Am I safe? I'm still Christians here because you, you see their check. flaws. Yeah. yeah. You see their flaws. So just making sure that you're being prayer, prayerful um, in terms of your relationship. I like reading marriage books personally mm-hmm. every once in a while, making sure that I'm being checked as a wife. Like, yeah. you know, I'm doing the right things. And um, Gabriel and I have also done devotionals together yeah. in the Bible app. So just little stuff like that. Yeah. And so last question, what what do you think is next for you guys? Because you have, you you have the marriage, you got the house, you got the cars, you have your family, you know what I mean? So what's something that is, is next for you guys? Um, Cause you guys also serve in ministries together yeah. as well. Right. So what's, what's next on the docket for the Redox please? Um, you know what we, I think 
transitioning now into um more more of like how can we serve others Mm. we've been doing that yeah but um you know just seeing just I guess exploring how we can just serve others how we can continue to do that because when you serve others you get fulfilled spiritually you know what I mean um so it's more so just really like locking down where we are spiritually and what our place is um, in terms of serving other people. And then also just in our marriage, like just maturing more mm-hmm. and more in our, in our marriage, we need to, um, now that we're kind of crossed over, like, you know, the one year and now the five year, yeah. and now we're going to approaching the, to 10, approaching soon. 10 yeah. years, like really just being mature in our marriage and yeah. just understanding each other to the point where you know the arguments are less petty yeah you know those little things they just just being on the same wavelength like yeah. i think we're, we're we're really there right now like we're on the same wavelength yeah but continuing in that flow so that we can just continue to build a healthy marriage together for sure and i think it's important um to have goals within your marriage you know what i mean like you want to be able to grow together because you want to make it last and so if you're listening and you are married um you know i pray that you and your spouse can sit down and set some goals and be intentional about what even the next year in your marriage is going to look like because the only way that it gets better and the only way that it stays fresh if you keep the communication there yeah and you you plan to do other things that glorify god together um and separately you know what i mean like continue to grow um so yes thank you guys so much for listening um to our interviews i hope that you got to know more about essence and myself and our marriages and as we wrap up this series don't forget to add any questions via dm or email you can reach us on ig at her soul speaks podcast and also her soul speaks podcast at gmail.com um and continue listening to us on spotify apple anchor wherever you listen to your podcast we love sharing and we love um being a part of your lives so we'll see you guys next time bye, bye.